Hi, and welcome to the Change Today podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Keela Kadeh. So, Kadeh is my last name, and in French, it means soldier. So, when we talk about Change Kadeh, we're talking about soldiers of change. In my company, we talk about soldiers of change in the place of diversity, inclusion, and equity. But here, it may talk about the workplace, but we may also talk about stories of just change in general from various different aspects of life. Change today is all about stories of change at what times may feel like an upward battle, but people are getting to their places of joy. So here, I'll share some of my own stories. I'll also interview guests who took risks and grew from their experience of navigating change to find their joy. I hope that these stories that you hear today um, will be an opportunity for you to become inspired and maybe a change today in your own life. Hi, Zio. Hi, Akila. Welcome to the Change Today podcast. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here with this beautiful tan that <laughs> you all cannot see, but the tan and the glow that you have is just, I'm, I'm jealous. Thank of you it. so much. I worked really hard to get it. <laughs> Really, really hard. <laughs> so do you want to tell people who you are, your name, what you do? Sure. A little bit about yourself. My name is Ziamara Rosa Tetla. I'm a cancer. Um, I'm a co-owner and founder of a handmade leather goods brand called Uno F that I founded with my dad. Um, I design leather bags and accessories, and we partner with artisans in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, where they're all handcrafted by our artists and friends. And uh, yeah, I run a business. I do boss things. You do a lot of boss things, which is why I, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that you share that you're a cancer because mm-hmm. these are important things. They are. So <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you as a cancer are important to my life because the first cancer in my life was awful. Oh. He was my first love. Oh, so, but you are my true love. Yes. I, I want to replace that person. <laughs> As a, a cancer sign. So since the Change Today podcast is all about change and transformation and getting to your place of joy, um, and today means soldier, so we create soldiers of change. We talk about soldiers of change. Mm-hmm. How are you a change today? Um. I feel that I am a change today because I go against the grain of what is traditional. Um, And this can be in terms of the way of thought and in positivity and encouragement and motivation. Um, I also feel like I did this in my career where I changed from marketing to merchandising and then to become a full-time entrepreneur Um, and where I go against the grain of where I get a lot of no's, but I still find that one yes (laughs) to keep on going. Um, It's essentially what being a business owner is all about. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Don't let it knock you down. Right. Um, I feel that um, I'm a change cadet in terms of um, how business is done, where we create opportunities for that were never there. Um, with in reaching back to our roots in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and partnering with artisans and um, empowering them to start their own businesses and create jobs for others as well. So I'm going to touch on a couple of things. You yes. say we a lot because your dad is part of the business. Yes. Um, 
And you also talked about your past life essentially being in that whole kind of marketing merchandising Mm -hmm. space. So um, let's start with the merchandising. What was it? What was that shift like for you to leave that space? And what were you doing the the last job you had before you became an entrepreneur? Okay, Um, I was an assistant buyer for Pottery Barn Team, where um, where was part of the textiles department and. It was my first job after um, I did a grad program at FIDM um, for fashion merchandise marketing, and I just wanted to be a buyer. I wanted to be a part of the um, business side of retail, and, uh, and I wanted to be a part of that in a big way. And it was an amazing experience in terms of learning a lot, and especially for a corporate kind of grinds and you're kind of thrown in and sink or swim kind of like lifestyle. Um, and I did make amazing friends from my coworkers. It's kind of like this kind of camaraderie of people that, um, you're just a solid team. Um, but in that it was also such a toxic work environment and, um, I was the only black woman on the entire floor. Always fun. Always fun. Especially when the people would say, oh, hey, girl. And I'm like, hi. Bye, girl. Hey, hey girl. How are you? Did you have your your curly hair then? I, I absolutely did. Were they confused by your beautiful hair? Um, they were always so intrigued. Mm. And they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like... Yeah. Does it take like a long this. time in the morning to mm-hmm. do every curl like that? Right, and they just you could <laughs> see them inch towards you with, with their hands, like wanting to get their fingers into your luscious curls. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, don't, don't do it, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Not today, Kelly. <laughs> I will march up to HR. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just, and you could see the differences in how people treat you. Um, and it just created such anxiety um, and led to depression um, and because you spend so much time in this workplace of 40, 50 hours a week and you're thinking about it at night and you stress. My parents, I would talk to my parents every time I walked to work and they could tell like I was getting closer because my breathing started to get so heavy. Mm. And I was like, I didn't even realize like that, you know, that stress was exuding like that way. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it was a interesting place to work. I learned a lot, but it was, I also learned that I love myself more than this job. <laughs> so uh, congratulations. Thanks for figuring that out. So depression, was it like directly related or really and heavily in part of that unhealthy work environment, that toxic work environment that you mentioned? Um, I think it was part of it. Like I think with my depression, it was just kind of a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. I think work um, was part of it. Um, And I also think my previous relationship was part of it as well. And I didn't even know it was at that time. Um, And I think there's also a struggle of, trying to find out like what you really want to do in life and um, what actually makes you happy. And yeah, so all part of that. So um, it definitely led there or it increased like the anxiety levels for sure. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, as you know, it's part of my work life too, was being in this place of toxicity and just not happy and not wanting to show up and be um, at work mm-hmm. in that place. So now that you have your own company, mm-hmm. have you been able to manage depression or is Absolutely. It, yeah. um, I think it's what I learned um, is that it takes little, it's small habits every day um, to do that. And so it's also about like, I mean, I had to learn to, I'm still learning. I'm always learning. I'm not an expert. I'll never say I'm an expert. In I, I and do. Kind of stuff. So people pay me. Oh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I don't offer those services. Um, but I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I had to learn that it was routine was really key for me um, in overcoming depression, anxiety. Um, it would be maintaining a ritual of like meditating and writing my gratitude journal and working out. Um, those three things in the morning, like really set my day. Um, even if it was going to be a shitty one or, um, a roller coaster of a day, or even if I was in a bad mood, I would go. Um, and also one of the key things that I harp about and tell everyone about is therapy. Like therapy saved my life. Mm -hmm. Literally, um, there were days where I just wanted to go to bed and not wake up and, or days I'd spend hours in bed because I was, immobilized by my brain mm-hmm. that I didn't want to get out or I, you just feel so paralyzed in your head where, um, you just think the world sucks in every single way. Um, and that there's no hope and like no light. And, um, it's the day go like conquering each day by day. And, um, I had to learn how to fall in love with life again and fall in love with myself and so just exercises and just affirmations and just doing things that force myself I had to force myself how to get out and um and soon enough I I realized I'm like oh I'm out of this fog that I was in I'm like, I can't believe like I used to cry every day I'm like yeah. oh my god I haven't cried in two days right oh my god it's been a week yeah what you mean it's been a month like that's crazy so just the little wins the little wins and you just kept celebrating here and there and just yeah so super important (laughs) to do that um celebrate those little wins Mm -hmm. um so interestingly enough i feel we bonded over depression absolutely okay I don't know if that was just me. No. <laughs> I was like, what? gosh, she's great and everything. And it's it's important to have friends who also run a business because mm-hmm. it's a different dynamic with oh, friendship, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Um, but when we met at, I think, my Bernie's, the burger place? Met? We, we met. We had like our first date. Our first date, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Whatever burger place. Barney's, yes. It was Barney's. Mm-hmm. We had your long blonde locks. I, or braids. Braids. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't had them. I actually first met you with them, too, because it was at my holiday party at my store. Yes. They were, uh, I think they were brown. But you're right. Mm. Oh, right. Oh, that's where we, like, officially that's met. Officially and then our met. first date was, yeah. And we found out we're both from Sacramento. Right. Sacktown. <laughs> Sacktown. 916. 916. <laughs> for life. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, it was your holiday party. And we knew each other from Instagram. 
Yes. I was like, change cadet. <laughs> Which I left, later learned is change cadet. Which is fine. Because I would say, you know, Eve. Exactly. But then it was, it is, you know, Eve. Yeah. But, um. It's funny how the gram brings people together. It was the gram like, is a awesome she knows things. me. It was right. a moment for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I don't know how it came up in conversation. But <laughs> talking about depression was great because mm-hmm. I see a lot of myself in you, um, literally, like with skin color and hair, and <laughs> right? Like business ownership. So to see someone else who looked like me, who looked, who smile, you smile all the time. I do. And I'm funny or sarcastic or whatever. You <laughs> laugh all the time. You're welcome. <laughs> but, you know, we both have this thing with depression that mm-hmm. we have to, to manage, though. Yeah. Do we get, like, depression necklaces? We should. Do you want to get tattoos? <laughs> you, eh? yes? yes. Maybe. Really? We should figure that out. Okay. We can go down the street. Yes. So I'm a Virgo. <laughs> so I would need to I would need to plan that out. It took me my first tattoo that I got, I was 33. Okay. Yeah. So it took me a while to figure out and that's like, fine. what I wanted. I mean I was I a dumbass and got this stupid heart on my ankle drunk with friends after eating sushi. So I mean, it's not terribly bad. No, but, it's not. And it's small. And it's small. It's but, very cute. Um, yeah, that was my first one. How many tattoos do you have? Three. Okay. Then I have the line of Judah on my ribs that I got with my dad. He has the same one on his arm. And then... That is adorable. Then I got this one after... I was, like, done with depression, I think. Like, I was done with that big battle. Yeah. That's why I got my tattoo. Hmm. So I have on my rib... Surreal, which means smile in French. Mm. So I was like, you did it. You can smile now. Yeah. And then when you don't want to smile, you'll forget that it's right there. And then you'll look in the mirror and you're like, oh. Tattoo, tattoo reminders work. It's like the movie Memento. Memento? Memento. Memento. He, Memento? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. I don't even remember exactly, but I remember he couldn't remember shit, and he kept tattooing it on himself, <laughs> and I was like, that's a good <laughs> That was, that's a, definitely a good thing. So your dad, you mm-hmm. and your dad have matching tattoos. Yes. And you also started this business together. Yes. By the way, like, the video you have of, like, how You Know Eth was created, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's adorable. Thank you. It's very cute. Thank you very much. People should go check it out. But, yes. So, talk about, like, what's that like working with your dad? Um, it was just, the whole, this whole business of Uno Eth just, like, started on accident. It was literally, I was literally in the trenches of, working this corporate job and, um, I was styling for Stitch Fix on the side. Uh, and what else did I do? Oh, I was looking for, to buy a house, um, planning a 200 person wedding. And my dad's like, let's start a business. I'm like, excuse me. Planning the wedding for? For myself. For yourself. I was like, (laughs) you're just planning a wedding? Yes. No, I was planning a wedding for myself during that time. Um, so we launched officially February 2015. Okay. And so in 2014 is when he brings up this idea of starting a business because he had this leather messenger bag that he got me as a gift. It was custom and uh, from Ethiopia. And I'm like, 
this is awesome. I can commute from Oakland to the city every day for work, hands-free, and be on my merry way. Little did I know a lot of people will stop and ask me about this bag, strangers on the street, baristas at the coffee shop. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Right. It's just this tan messenger bag. It's just right. very classic and casually styled bag. And it, I loved it. Clearly really timeless. Yeah. yeah. And so um, my friends and like coworkers like set in like pre-orders for this bag. My dad reached back out to their artisan and he went back to Ethiopia, came back with two sleek kisses leather of leather bags and I was like, okay, so maybe we should do a photo shoot and then we can start a website that I did myself from Shopify and set up an Instagram and then it just we just hit up like a bunch of like markets and stuff on the weekends. So, just, so anyway, that's how we kind of started together um, in that sense. And he, I, I always say that it was his idea. I ran it, I run it. And he like, um, he's like, was the one that fostered like the vendor relations mm -hmm. and with our artists and partners and helped them to get their le leather export licenses and stuff. Um, so yeah. And he, we pretty much like, we talk about business and that kind of stuff. And like, I'll tell him all right, all right, my ideas of what's going on. <laughs> and people ask like, oh, so what does he do? I'm just like, well, really more like 95. I do 95% of the work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's here for support. He'll tell anybody that, oh, this isn't my business really. Like, <laughs> I just come here to support my daughter and <laughs> be at the markets and go to the photo shoots. And I go to Ethiopia with her. <laughs> <laughs> go to the photo shoots. <laughs> I go to the photo shoots because he loves to take a picture. He, yes, that is evident. Yes, as the Black Bay Area would call him as Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad is a... a He's Sorry. a handsome feller. He, well, yes. Yes. That's how you're you. Yeah. Can't be mad at that. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really cool that you have that relationship with your dad and you're yeah. able to do something together. But he also respects how much work you do, mm -hmm. you know, and the boundaries around it. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely had to be... Um, because we never worked in that capacity together of, like, being business partners or that kind of sense. And he's a college professor and um, hasn't really worked in business before. And so I'm coming from this corporate background where, like, everything was due yesterday um, and everything needs to be fast, fast, fast and perfect and all that kind of stuff. And so him, working with him on a different, like... Um, work type and like I'm type A, he's type B, like with a capital B. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I think it's uh, learning how to work with your, with my dad in that sense. Uh, that's how you work with family too. And also like you have all this knowledge of them in a different aspect as your dad. Um, so that it was just, took a long time and also just communicating with, in a way that you're not making, hurting their feelings. Yeah. Um, because I can be very direct um, when I'm in business. And so when he hears that, he's like, who the F does she think she's talking to? Or like, I don't like that tone. I was like, I'm sorry. That was just my like business tone. Like, <laughs> this is me being a boss. I was just, yeah. Or just me delegating. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> like, so what's the status on this? And he's like, wait. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, it's, it was definitely like, it took a while. I would say probably like two full years, you know, of like, starting this business from the ground and just, uh, yeah. The, I always say the beginning is always like the hard parts, like of doing all this like labor 
Yeah. So because you're going to year five or mm-hmm. you're, yeah, mm-hmm. we're in four and a half now. So yeah, this it's crazy. It is. It actually, today is my first is my anniversary of my third anniversary of being a full time entrepreneur. Aww. I'm celebrating it here with you on the Change Today podcast. Well, <laughs> yes, this is an important place to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We will soon during <laughs> dinner. Um, yeah, no, September will be three years of me really full time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I know. September first. I didn't want it to be my birthday on September second. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember going to like officially get my business license mm-hmm. and stuff and I pay myself and I pay people. So. Right. Right. It's it's uh it's kind of nuts. It is it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I I removed nuts and weird and insane and crazy mm-hmm. when I talk about that because yeah. I worked hard for it. Oh yeah. You know? so. Well, it's also like nuts and I guess whose perspective I guess. Like, yeah. This is this is typically this is our normal for other people. This is. Are we crazy? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yes. The answer. Like, to that why is would yes. we leave security of a job? No. <laughs> well, I mean, I get. Well, I do know because the what you were saying, the yeah. toxicity. I and hated it. The negative work environments, mm-hmm. and I had one guy. I'd rather create my own space. <laughs> right. Create your own space. I had one guy. My last nine to five. Um, he was white. So I'd just like to put that out there. Who my hair is like this, like top knot or a bun. Mm-hmm. And he came and he touched it. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I just wanted to see what was in it. And I was like, my hair, because you've seen it out and back, like it's my hair. Stuff like that just is incredibly exhausting. Yeah. I do, I do, I do really miss the regular paycheck. That uh, matching 401k. Oh, right. Benefits, like All random perks. To, like discounts with like flexible spinning account. ATT and like Self flexible spinning yeah, yeah. The I didn't gyms. even the yeah. gyms and stuff yeah um discounts on Bart I don't know what else did we have oh at Williams Sonoma Inc we I think probably the best perk about working there was the sample sale that happened every quarter mm. it's just like you get eight by ten rugs for sixty dollars Eight by, eight by ten rugs, those are, that normally cost, like, 1200 bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. West Elm, like, Pottery Barn, <sighs> Sonoma, like, I don't know, all sorts of stuff, so. But I'm good. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. I took the public health route, so I mm-hmm. never got anything. Potlucks, unlimited amounts of potlucks. So, which is why I hate potlucks to this day. So I'm having a... Barbecue next weekend. It's <laughs> a potluck style. But is it a theme? A theme? You have a theme. Like, you're bringing sides for a barbecue? Oh, we're, so we're having a call about that tomorrow with my co-hosts mm. for this event. It's with Robin and Richard. So I, we're going to hammer it out and it's going to be great. I feel like I feel like you should. Here's here's why. Mm-hmm. I never wanted egg rolls. Egg rolls? Mm-mm. I've never wanted egg rolls and a salad and pasta Hmm. And then, you know, it'd be like chicken or something. Like, things that don't make sense. Like, you have so many different meals right now. Oh, okay. So, for me, it's like, if it's a theme, like, hey, we're having a 
<laughs> a taco bar, and then people are like, I'm going to bring chips or a taco okay. salad or something. That don't makes know. sense. I'm just saying. Okay. I'll bring just, that into my call at, at 11 a.m. tomorrow. You, there's a lot. I mean, people love to bring sides because you don't mm-hmm. have to commit to a whole right. sides like, are dish great. if you guys are doing the grilled things. Yeah, we're doing that. Richard's. It is a grilling. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. And Robin is, she's throwing a couple sides and a rum punch. And then I'm offering my backyard. <laughs> and, and, um, oh, that's, see, and make sure you have a vegetarian Oh, yes. Or that person would have to bring, like, the veggie patties or Mm -hmm. the mushroom. Something. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. (laughs) I will, um, I need to take this more seriously because I realize I invited a lot of people, too, so. This happened for a reason. Just, yeah, just think about that. I mean, I don't believe in coincidences coincidences at all. (laughs) So, thank you. You're very welcome. (laughs) Um, So, I always like to ask people who run businesses women did you <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> no don't be nervous um has dating been enjoyable for you <laughs> um I feel like so just to let everybody know like I a 30 year old divorcee but um dating has been I would say relatively easy for me. Wow. Um, I I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> I I would like you to figure that out. Okay, it's I don't. Been a, you know, it's fine. You don't have to. I mean, I feel this is my only thing. Like, I feel like every time, like I found someone, I was running away from love. I was not looking for um, it. I was like. No, I, I just have to run away from love. Like, I don't want it. I said, I don't want it. I don't, I want to be by myself. I think I, I remember saying that. Or when I first separated from my ex-husband, I said, I just want compliments and attention. <laughs> That's literally all I wanted. It's not hard to find. So I got, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. So yeah, I had a boyfriend for like a year. We dated for a year before that. And then broke up and then here I am in another relationship two months later so I don't I I feel like it's been fine for me but I'm going to rub every part of you I will you can so I, can I will do that, that and give you <laughs> and give you neck kisses like I gave you on my birthday it was so <laughs> it was beautiful <laughs> it really was I was like oh this is happening that's what happens when I don't um drink yeah yeah so then I just I remember these moments. <laughs> They're there. Oh yeah, I just love you so much. Come here <laughs> forever. Um, well, that, I I actually love hearing that it is easy for you because most of the women that I talk to who are in an entrepreneurial space they have a hard mm-hmm. time balancing like time mm-hmm. and um, finding men that support. The mm-hmm. independence that come with having your own business or just the, the fact that the schedule sometimes is all over the place mm-hmm. and you're managing a whole bunch of different things um, because you are a brand yourself, but yeah. there is a company brand too. Mm-hmm. And when you're out at these various really cool, you know, markets and whatnot, people see your face. So they're like, oh my God, you're the, like you said, you're the bag lady. <laughs> you are the, like, if someone else called me the bag lady one more time. <laughs> You can't um, even say purse. No, that's fine. Purse lady. Purse lady. Satchel. Satchel. Backpack. Leather goods. 
I'll be the bag lady. <laughs> I'm securing bags, slanging bags. Do you listen to both versions of Bag Lady? Um, I do. I typically listen to the original one, so I don't mm. really want to be the back lady. But yes. <laughs> but the second one's more upbeat. Yes. You know. Yes. But you aren't any of that in the song. No. Actually. You I do mean, have a lot of baggage. Yeah. One would say, right? But yeah. But you've, like, been able to kind of overcome that and mm-hmm. make it part of I your... Just pack it away. You can, and, and a you know F bag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've you've been able to like be in a position to things that weren't so great because mm-hmm. one would say like no one is ever really happy to go through a divorce because you have a mm-hmm. lot of feelings and emotions there. But right. the way you've been able to come out of that and and have successful positive relationships too is mm-hmm. beautiful. I've loved watching that. Thank you. Gives me hope. <laughs> yeah, I I just want to let everybody know I I was so scared that I wasn't going to find love again, like after divorce. And that was just the stupidest thing I could ever think about. But you really have those thoughts. And especially when you're with somebody for 10 years, you're just so scared. It's a totally different space. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have, there was no online dating. There was no, any of that when I was, um, the last time I was single. So there's a whole new world and game and living by myself was a whole new thing. I've never done that ever in my life. So that was that was actually a cool experience, like learning to be alone and loving being alone. Mm-hmm. Like I loved to, my favorite thing was, now I have a roommate as of Monday. So she's awesome. I love her. Um, but what I would love to do is just like light some incense, light a candle, get in my ugly robe, ugly fuzzy robe that was mm. so soft and comfy, wrap my hair and have a glass of wine, maybe my vape pen and watch like all the shows, all the reality, maybe reality or maybe some like, I don't know, anything. Mm-hmm. But so just really enjoying that alone time and space and or reading a book, just quietness. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, have faith, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Mental note. Have faith. I, I did that after my, um, depression diagnosis. I, I didn't date for like a year, mm-hmm. which meant no sex. Well, with for yourself? A um, when I felt like it, cause mm-hmm. you know, like if, when you're in that place of like darkness, you're in the fuzzy robe, not living your best life or in the mm-hmm. fuzzy robe. Like why is this happening to me and not yeah. wanting to function or eat? So, but I, I felt like that was a really important time, that, that alone time was really mm-hmm. important to figure out, like, what I wanted and mm-hmm. get into self-love. I thought I loved myself before, but I realized that I had areas of, like, enhancement mm-hmm. um, to get to a place to really love myself. So then when I started dating, um, I didn't care mm. in the best way, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of, sometimes some women are like, okay, I need X, Y, and Z things to happen or Whatever. It was just more so like um, I wasn't willing to bend my core of what I needed to feel joy mm. overall. I wasn't trying to compromise any of that. I'm like, yo, this is how you have to show up. And if you don't show up, moving on. So mm-hmm. I ended the pattern of spending months and or years wasting time with people to, mm-hmm. you know, weeks or a month or so. 
Or maybe you could look at them as like chapters of like learnings too. Or is that what I should do? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel I never like to think time as like wasted time. Like I don't know. I feel even like my previous relationship. I feel like I learned a lot about myself. Or like I also then I also appreciated the quiet times too. And um, I don't know. I feel like you could learn something from every person. Mm-hmm. Um, and just let that be. I'm going to have to work on that. It's annoying. It's really <laughs> annoying because you can go back and be like, no, 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 no. But like, I just. Well, it's not so much that, but I do feel I have Maybe wasted <laughs> time. And it's not even just like dating, mm-hmm. but I feel like I wasted time with places I've stayed um, and past jobs. Like, I wish I moved on sooner hmm. because we have this pressure when it comes to work. Like, we have to be somewhere for at least a year before we can move on. But the thing with that is like, you're unhappy for maybe six months of that. Or eight mm-hmm. months of that, or seven months, or whatever. But you're unhappy for a part of that. And I feel it's the same for relationships, too, where you feel mm-hmm. like, just like that job, well, things will get better. Or maybe if I try harder, or if mm-hmm. I extend myself this way, if I bend myself that way, and if I compromise my core, mm-hmm. things will get better. And I think that's how you get to those negative right. feelings and emotions. And for us, for one of the parts of the pie that you talked about earlier, it led to, you know, being in a depressed right. place. So I definitely in my... Well, I was pretty much been only in two, <laughs> in two relationships, like in my adult life. So my first one, the 10 year one, I feel like I was in there five or five years too long. Mm-hmm. And, um, like you said, I just had faith that it would get better, like, or it'll be fine. It'll mm-hmm. get better. It's going to work out. Like right. it's X, Y, and Z. So they have to work through it. Right. right? Yeah. They said this, so it's going to get better. Like, they're going to do that, so it's going to get better. But things never really did. And yeah. I never really learned from repeated actions or lack of. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I will say with your having a supportive dad mm-hmm. also helps you with a better picker. I think so. With guys, too. What well, I, I think... Well, my dad was such a, he just set this, the bar so high, like, yeah. because he is such a romantic and, like, a guy that just, like, loves to show love, mm-hmm. and so he loves to, like, send me cards, like, and say, Aww. I saw this, reminded me of our trip to Switzerland or whatever, and, like, I don't know, like, you're the apple of my, like, if you know, like, a lot of, like, Habisha girls will say this, like, Habisha dads, like, just love differently, mm-hmm. or they're very, they like to show their, like, their love for their daughters or something like that. Some would disagree, but I found a lot that I do agree. Um, and he just, yeah, he just, like, set the bar so high and, like, in that kind of sense and doing a lot for others mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And so I always, like, reference him as, like, kind of, like, that point of like you're not doing my daddy does this how come you don't do this right. <laughs> um which anyway so yeah yeah but it's good to have a supportive dad an amazing mom um who always has my back and is like a puerto rican lawyer so she's feisty as fuck and <laughs> like you can't tell her she's wrong. She's also a Taurus. You know, they're stubborn, oh, too. So yeah. the she got all them things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's also a business owner. So, like, I strive to be, like, my mom. I don't think you can strive. 
I am my mom. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I am my mom. So my dad wasn't around for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my life, he actually lived in Switzerland. Mm. Yeah. That's nice <laughs> <laughs> um, And so anytime, like, I went to go visit it, horrible stuff would happen that would remind me why I don't like being around my dad. Mm. One of the times he saw it, um, we were with some fancy people that had a lot of money, my uh, twin sister and I, and they were like, wow, twin girls, so you're going to have two weddings that you're going to have to pay for. And my dad just looked at them and he was like, I'm not going to pay for their weddings. There's no return on my investment. <laughs> I was like, all right. Awesome. Good to know. We were in our 20s. I was like, that's good to know. That's a fun fact. Um, love you too, Dad. Love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I, I didn't have a role model of like a supportive dad mm-hmm. or someone like being around, which right. is why I do a lot of assholes. My dad's an asshole. I would date assholes. Mm. Right? So, and then my dad would come in and out of my life. So then I would date guys that would come in and out of my life because mm. that's what I thought love was. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out how to undo that, but I didn't figure out how to undo that until mid-20s right through therapy to figure out like oh yeah that's a bad pattern Mm -hmm. um and how that would spill over into other things like professionally as well like just always trying to be someone to be seen Mm -hmm. um for someone or a company or a boss or a guy who actually wasn't deserving of me Mm -hmm. you know yeah now all that has changed mm-hmm. so. therapy will do it for you i know we also have the same therapist yes thanks to you yes i love her i refer everybody to you yeah i refer everyone to her too because she's a woman of color and she's just i think i always um respond well i might not respond well to like in your face like criticism or just like direct criticism when it's about me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can um but I respect it once I like think about it and all that kind of stuff and I think um she's really good at kind of flipping the mirror and making me so making me look at myself and Mm -hmm. like what I've said Mm -hmm. um or she'll highlight areas that I never really looked into. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn it, Francesca. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. My favorite is, so can you see where else that's applicable like in your life? And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to do this with you. And no, it doesn't mean that he... Okay, right. fine, you're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's also not only just a good source of like of reflection in that sense or mm-hmm. like um, evaluation, but also like... For support, because when I felt like when an area where in my life of change that was happening in my family, I didn't really get the support I thought I would get from my friends, like close friends or like then boyfriend. And I was like, what the F? And then I really thought I was crazy, like for feeling a certain way. And then she's like, "Uh, no, that is completely normal. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, thank you. That's what I've been trying to say (laughs) this entire time. And so you feel, you get so much validation. So much, which is great. And And then you can relax. (laughs) You can. And for me, which I didn't realize, like when I, you were the one, you made a very cute romantic friendship dinner. Oh, I did. And then you're like, he should talk to her because you could tell that I was sad. Mm -hmm. Um, That was very cute. And so I, you know, saw her like 
soon after that. So when I started seeing her, it was very emo, Akila, very sad, but I would wear something Beyonce. <laughs> that would bring me joy. So then she was like noticing that I had a shit ton of like Beyonce stuff. Uh, it's unhealthy. Um, Is it? It's not. It's not. It's like, it's either Beyonce or Jay-Z that I will wear to mm. therapy. Okay. Yeah, when I see her. Um, but yeah, like she, you know, got me out of this dark little place. But what really did it when I realized how much I really enjoyed Francesca mm-hmm. was when she was like, it's time for you to date. I'm like, well, I'm good. And she's like, it's time. And then did my Bumble profile. She did? She did. <laughs> so, like, I had an old one. It was, like, inactive. She goes in and she writes <laughs> she's, the thing. She's good at that. She is. And I got, like, a date, like, the next day <laughs> from what she did. And then I was, like, on top of it. And then I was, like, again, like, a crazy anal Virgo. And I felt like I had to be on a date, like, every week so I could report back into therapy. She was, like, mm, okay, no. Yeah. You need to do that. Like, this is for you. And I'm, like, okay, cool. Um... But the other thing I didn't plan on, because initially I went for getting out of my, like, severe depression, was all the support I get for the work that I do. Hmm. So being that I'm in the diversity space, I deal with all the Karens in the world that are, because white women are exhausting, and I deal with all the, the coaching stuff that I have, which I really, really enjoy, but I'm always taking care of other people, and I'm not doing a good job of taking care of myself, and therapy is one way to do that. Like mm-hmm. what's going on with me. And, mm-hmm. um, I've, as we are in our third year of being full-time mm-hmm. in this space, I've lost a lot of, um, friends along the way really? because it's a, Oh yeah. Hmm. I know. It's very interesting. You're so popular. I don't, uh, <laughs> if you guys could see the face she just gave me, it's very like classic. <laughs> I think I'm popular. I think people know me and I know some people, but I don't, I'm not, not everyone's like in my inner circle. Okay. Makes sense. Does it? Do I give out the appearance? Well, okay. This is what Instagram does, right? So it just (laughs) makes you feel like you're from an outsider looking in and that you're everywhere all the time with a bunch of people enjoying and living life. Like the the 2%, the 1% of like, our real life. <laughs> and I mean, that's I am everywhere, but exactly, I'm just, I'm but talking to people. I'm mm-hmm. usually by myself when I'm doing those things. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm going to talk by myself or leave by myself or I'm traveling mm-hmm. by myself. And the friendships aren't, I don't, I should probably put more of that on my Instagram now that I think about it. But I thought you were going to say vision board. Oh, friendships. My, oh, friendships? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with what I have. Like, I've... You don't I need a lot. No. You need, like, a solid, like, yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quality over quantity, for sure. But it's just... Yeah. I've talked about this before, but it's just interesting to see who supports you as you get into this different space. Like, mm-hmm. I'm over here trying to build an empire. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have as many friends come along with me mm-hmm. while I build this empire so that they can hang out with me and Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like... I'm saying. Just... But if you aren't around for this building part, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, Keela, can I hang out with you and Beyonce? My answer will be like, I'm sorry, who's this? Right. <laughs> right. And I think what... What... Um, 
really surprises me are the people that you um, don't communicate. And they, maybe they're just, like, acquaintances. Yeah. But you don't keep in touch with or whatnot. And, like, you'll get some random, like, message. Be like, hey, I think you're really killing it. It's been really awesome seeing your brand grow from, like, 2015 till now. Like, you're such an inspiration. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, Like, yeah. you thought of me like this? Like, yeah. and it could be someone that you met, like, one time, like, at a party or, like, and they just follow you on Instagram. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Like, and they, they bought a bag. Like, some people have bought more shit from me. Sorry, not shit. Amazing quality leather bags. <laughs> that good shit. <laughs> that good, more stuff for me than some of my friends from high school. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, like, so amazed by that. Like, someone mm-hmm. who would call, like, some people would call me, like, one of my, their closest friends and stuff like that. I'm like, that's pretty, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. telling in some way. It is telling. I think that is probably another part of the friendships that I've learned because I feel like it, there's always a way to support someone. There's always a way to like show up mm-hmm. and with technology and all these things, like it's possible to do it and for it to not take a lot of time out of your day. Right. Um, so when you do get those messages from people who you don't know, mm-hmm. who are like hashtag inspo, hashtag amazing, you've inspired me to do this thing or because of you, I mm-hmm. did this thing. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm here just steady hustling and grinding. Right. Trying to, like, pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And somehow right. I inspired you along the way. Like, th- I think that's probably one of the best compliments to get. And I think that's just what kind of keeps me going. Because mm-hmm. I've always told um, one of my... I was just having this conversation, like, I'm not here just to not only to stack hella paper and build this like brand to be global and not just bags and to apparel or home decor or anything like that. It's not just that, but it's bigger than me. And in the terms of like, because my dollar directly affects people in different countries Mm -hmm. Um, and they depend on it for their own like livelihood. Mm -hmm. So there's this, my friend or artisan partner as well, but, um, Muzan and his team that depend on me and like my purchase orders. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also see like the impact of what younger women that are in their twenties, they're like, want to do something with their lives and start their own brands or start their own businesses. And so that don't even know me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see how like my, my work affects in those types of ways that, then you're like, oh shit, this really is bigger than what I thought it was going to be. And that's fine. I know, <laughs> and then I also think I need to take care of my parents. Right. There's that. Right. My mom. My dad's fine. My dad's fine. Yeah. My mom and I are working together on this. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the interesting thing about both of us is that we aren't even at the level that we are working towards. No. It's not even aspire to be. Like, we're steadily working to get to that place. Which is great. Yes. Exciting. Exciting. So I'm like, I already live a great life. Like, yeah. Um, I can only, I only imagine, I know what it's going to be like when I'm, uh, when I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess there's different levels of making it, right? Oh, absolutely. And there's millionaires are still thinking they need, they're not, they haven't made it yet. You know, there's, it's all just perspective. I feel. Operation Mary up for me. Find a millionaire. And buy a home in the Bay Area. If 
That's or a split rent. That's really what I'm looking for in a partner. <laughs> Someone I can split rent with. Yeah. These uh bills by myself were stupid. So I was like, I'm getting a roommate. That <laughs> is smart. And also amazing that you own this beautiful home. I I am hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> you are for sure. I was just I was also relentless. It took me a year <laughs> to find a house in 2015. Like the first house we bid on, there was 25 other offers on it in Richmond. Like, and it went for 100k over asking all cash. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, hard pass. Yeah. That's why I'm terrified to like buy a home because I don't. Yeah. I feel like it's slower now. Yeah. I mean, the advantage is we have opportunities for unlimited earning potential, one would say. But you still have to, you know, get the orders. I have to find the clients, Mm -hmm. work the people um, to make that happen. If you could go back to your year three, three three years ago when you first started your business, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give yourself? When I started my business or when I started full-time? Full-time. Oh. Um, What would I do? I... I think I had, like, six-month savings, like, before I took that jump. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, too. Yeah. I'm just now realizing that. I... I would have appreciated maybe like a year. <laughs> um, I think um, I think I wish I planned it better a little bit more. Like I had like my general like idea, like okay, I need these are like my liabilities every month. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like my goal of like for sales every month or whatnot. Um, I do wish I raised a little bit more like capital too um in the beginning mm-hmm. before I took that leap um so that I could start off bigger I guess but um I feel yeah I feel like I just would have saved more money and had a better plan had a more detailed plan mm-hmm. and stuck to it mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I think you're always gonna run into like the the unseen, the unforeseen, I guess. Or oh, yeah. You're always, somebody's always going to pop up to test and make sure that you actually want this life, that you want to be an entrepreneur. Like, they're... So true. It I had is, a vendor who didn't pay for, oh, it was like 70 days, and I had people to pay, and I was like, I don't, I only, I only plan for one month. <laughs> right. You know, like, what do I do mm-hmm. here? Um or those perfect storms where multiple vendors aren't paying at the same time and yeah. you're like trying to piece it together or right. a laptop doesn't work. So you have to buy a laptop, you know, like these, some type of equipment expense mm-hmm. or you have to change your flight because of whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you have this dumbass yeah. surge. I don't know. Those right. things, all those like things. Like shipments up. being a delayed, like, mm-hmm. oh, for you, or, yeah. um, it got stuck in wherever it was at some like, airport and you're trying to track it down because you're going through Ethiopian airlines and the cargo department sucks or it sucked back then. I don't know if it sucks now. 
Um, so it took X amount of time to find it. You have people asking about where is their order, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you can't make any sales because you don't have any product because the shipment is delayed. So things like that, like you're just going to run into it. Uh, oh, maybe have like some backup cash for your business, like not just for yourself. But cash reserves are, cash reserves will give you joy mm-hmm. if you do it Right. Right. If, yeah, if you do it right. If you do it right. So you have to replace it. Mm-hmm. People don't tell you that. No. <laughs> Maybe even having, like, a finance, like, advisor. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be, like, a legit person you pay. Like, it could be someone who is really good with money in your yeah. family. Or it's all about, like, I think in life, like, or in business. I mean, having this mastermind kind of group of where... Because we are not experts in everything. Yeah. Um. I may be great in marketing and in merchandising and branding, but in terms of, I wouldn't say I'm the best saleswoman. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like the best person in finance and I'm not knowledgeable in certain different areas and whatnot. Um, So you need to have your team of outside people that you can rely on and get expert help um, to really make sure that you're going the right direction. Absolutely. I'm Excel is the devil to me. Hmm. Like, See, I, I love it. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot with Excel. Well, yeah, no, I get that. But I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it, but it's like not my thing. Anything mm-hmm. with numbers, I just, mm-hmm. my twins, the architect, she got all that in utero. Oh, I did not. I could write all the words. I could speak mm-hmm. all the things, <laughs> but right. I cannot like ugh, math isn't my thing. <laughs> Budgeting isn't my thing. Do you feel that you're in a place of joy? Um... I feel that it's, I'm inconsistent Mm -hmm. in those areas. Um, There'll be waves where I'm really on this high, like I'm kicking it, killing it. I'm like really loving life. And then I get tired or something. Mm -hmm. Like I've been working a lot or something Then I just want to just God, I just, you lose like that, um, enthusiasm, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so then you're kind of down a little bit and then you're just kind of laying low and you're chilling. And then, um, I have to muster up this like motivation again, you know, like, and finding the, why I love life so much, like those reasons, like, and it could be in any moment, like, God, I loved drinking coffee in the morning with my gratitude journal. It's just quiet or Mm -hmm. finding moments of peace in my backyard, listening to birds chirp or walking my dog in the hills, um, going on a hike. So like getting those moments of like recharging. So then that's when I find my moments of joy. Um, I think it's a little, (laughs) I just came back from Jamaica. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm definitely loving life and I'm in this like high place of joy and, definitely came back like re-energized and just um so I do feel like I am in a level in a place of joy um but I will say it's like it's work it's always work it's not easy to it's so much easier to be negative Mm -hmm. um and it's a lot of work to be positive it's a lot of work to find to find the positivity in darkness yeah so um and it's like blind faith of just like everything's going to be fun. You're going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. And trying to trick your mind to believe it. 
Um, but surely enough, you'll get there. So, um, what you said was really powerful because it does take work to be positive, particularly when you have experienced darkness or depression mm -hmm. or however you want to call it, um, because you have to be more proactive to feel mm -hmm. the positivity, to get to your joy, experience joy, mm -hmm. um, because our bodies are really good at like chilling mm -hmm. and just, it's a lot easier to be negative because you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. You can just sit there. You don't even have to shower. Mm -hmm. You don't have to eat, you know, yes. or you're going to eat all the bad foods, you know, right. whatever that thing is. You, It's easier to do that than to really say, I believe in myself. I believe in the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm showing up for myself so mm -hmm. I can show up for those who I love or care for. Right. Um, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do all these things right. and um, be in a place that will only bring you joy. Yeah. So do you feel that the, the pivot, the change was worth it for you to, to leave that nine to five space and to be in a place of your own company? I think so. Yes. Um, I don't know why I said think. I know so. Um, <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's working out for you. <laughs> um, there are days where I'm just like, why did I choose this? This mm -hmm. is so stressful. But I'm like, but I would be stressed out working for somebody else. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, and I remember telling my friend Tasha this earlier this week. She's, but you hated working there. I was like, I did, didn't mm -hmm. I? Okay, that's why. <laughs> um, I guess it goes back to that regular check. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just money. I know. It is. I like money. I love it. Nay, I love money. <laughs> right, I love it. What? Like, it's such a powerful tool. I was uh, talking to high school students earlier this week, and, you know, I, well, I talk about, like, my degrees and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why do you think I got a doctorate? And someone was like, money. And I was like, you were right. right. <laughs> you were I'm not trying to teach. I'm not no. trying to change the world. I just knew right. that I'd be able to get more money as Dr. Kaday opposed to just, hey, Kila. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I do enjoy being able to try to, you know, do what I can, not try. I do have impact and Words I do are change powerful. the world. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you caught I don't yourself. Say, I don't say try. I correct myself and people all the time right. for that. But So I, I do it in a different way, but I wanted to be able to make money. I wanted to be able to buy all the shoes I wanted. I wanted to be able to give 20 bucks to a homeless person and not feel bad about it or donate mm -hmm. to this cause or buy VIP tickets to anything around Beyonce, anything around the Knowles-Carter family. Right. I wanted to be able to do that and not you know, feel bad for it. I have no desire to teach whatsoever. Hmm. You will never see me on a college campus. Oh, no. It'll probably happen now. I was like, wait, uh, well, I'm like, to speak, maybe. To speak. Yeah. yeah. Guest lecture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've done that. I, I do that once a semester at USF, and yeah. I love it. It's fun. My do. intern is from there. She's killing it. I'm start hiring, uh, paying her. I was like, okay, I'm start paying you for real. <laughs> really? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, no, it's good to to talk to the the kids. Yeah, let them know I was in your spot. This curly haired girl mm -hmm. wanted to start her own brand. This is what I did. I took pictures. And I started a website. <laughs> right, me. I, I wanted to be a pediatrician. You did. Mm -hmm. You did. You did yeah, tell me that. I was pre-med. So that was my life. Health science major, but pre-med. And chemistry was also the devil for me. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just go on the administrative table. side. <laughs> no, periodic table I loved. Okay. But, like, just chemistry, like, the formulas and stuff. 
It was, I didn't care. It was like, Mm. I don't care. So it's not going to work out for me. Yeah. On that side, I I couldn't do it. Um, Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're in a place that does bring you joy that you work for and that the change was worth it. Yes. Painful, but naturally always painful. What? Any type of friction in your life, like, is going to cause some sort of, like, pain because it's out of the normal. You have to get used to something new. and It's like working out. Like, if you start working out, like, I mm-hmm. ran on the treadmill. I saw that. I clapped for you. Thank you. It was not a lot, but I was very proud of myself. Oh, how no. sprint in there. Listen. And then the next day, I was sprint. like, what the fuck did mm-hmm. I do to my entire body? Yeah. Because I don't do that, like, on the regular. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I, working out, I love, um, I feel so happy when I'm sore because it makes me remember that I did something mm-hmm. and something positive is happening. That's what I should tell myself because I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Never again. And then I, I do it again. BCAAs help with muscle soreness for me. What? So it's this little, this like powder you drink while you're working out. Oh. And you just put it in your water and it helps with muscle soreness the next day. I was like, what did you call me? (laughs) BC. BCAA. Oh, or a bad bitch, Aquila Kade. Yes. That's, you shouldn't ever. Oh, BCAA. Oh, BCAA. Oh. Bad. Bitch. See? (laughs) Always. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clearly acronyms. It's not my thing. Um, (laughs) So how do you celebrate the little ones? Champagne. Oh, <laughs> I keep champagne in my, so I like to, um, I like to have, I like to anticipate that I'm going to be celebrating for something mm-hmm. there's or whatnot. Like I, so I always keep champagne in my fridge or I try to, mm-hmm. I, I do like you the taste do. of it anyway. You can't try, you do. I do. You do <laughs> I try to keep it regularly in there. Yeah. <laughs> I try to keep it stuck. Um, I like to to- I like to celebrate with champagne. I think like there's always something in the day that you can celebrate. Uh, like today, I have a new wholesale order from a store in Santa Barbara. I was like, what? This is awesome. Great. Yay. Let's celebrate. Um, uh, so things like that. Um and I like to maybe reward myself with food to so something like tasty that I've been craving mm. or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Something fun. Maybe a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Those are wonderful. Right? <laughs> and great way. I love that you keep champagne around. Is this a whole bottle? Oh, bottle, baby. Okay. Do you have the the thing, or you just go through it? <laughs> what thing? The thing to stop the from the bubbles from myself. Oh yeah, I have a little stopper thing. The thing, but the one with the the pressurized one. I don't have the pressurized okay, one. Okay, well, I know. Mental note. I know. I just tend to just drink it. But usually, there's someone else is around too. Mom. <laughs> so, um, how can people find you? People can find me on social media. Um, our Instagram handle for our bag line is U-N-O-E-T-H, Uno F. 
and um, unoeth.com and shop online 24-7. We do free standard shipping in the U.S., holla. And then my personal um, Instagram is X-I-O-M-A-R-A-R-T. <laughs> I think about how many R's I have here. <laughs> Who am I? Um, Ziamara RT. <laughs> yeah, well, Zio, I appreciate you. <laughs> Like, coming here today and talking about your story and smiling and being really happy. You make me smile. Finding my therapist. (laughs) Being my friend. Thank Um, you so much for having me and for letting me share my story. Of course. Yeah. And talking about Francesca. And talking about Francesca. Well, we'll have to let Francesca know that she's going to be this episode. Yes. She's going to be very excited. Yes. I will tell her on Saturday. <laughs> tell her said hi. Like, You're in an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want our info, hit me up mm-hmm. or us. One of us will give it to you if Happily. you're in the Oakland area because mm-hmm. we like to give her money. Yes. It's important. See you, Mara. Keep being amazing. Thank you. And thank you for doing everything that you do. Oh, well, I'm just existing, but Thanks. And to the listeners, you keep being amazing too. Thanks for listening to the Change Today podcast. To learn more about Change Today, you can go to changetoday.com. That's C-H-A-N-G-E-C-A-D-E-T.com. And you can follow to learn more at Change Today podcast and at Change Today. Thanks for listening.